Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our March 6th, 2018 episode, Paranormal Q&A. Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our special Paranormal Q&A episode. I am Mike Ricksacker, author and ghost story. With me is our beautiful co-host, Vanessa Holgo, also author, psychic medium, all that fantastic stuff. And then down in the chat uh, <laughs> the chat room is the lovely in the love of my life, chat shenanigator Shauna. So welcome, everybody. Great to have you aboard tonight. So Vanessa's hanging out on her couch. <laughs> I am, I am. So I do apologize, y'all. I cannot, um, fuck, I can't get on my phone to <laughs> chat. I, I'm not going to be able to vape because I got to hold my laptop because my computer's not working for me. So, fuck. One of those decided to go ahead and update right before the show. So... But we got on there just pretty much in the nick of time. I think we might have been a minute late, but you yeah. know, whatever. I, what, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think we can handle it. <laughs> I think we can. I yeah. think we can. Um, I have actually um, already been contacted by people asking particular questions of things they wanted to discuss tonight. Well, very so, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, uh, but we probably have some housekeeping to do. Do we have housekeeping? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's, a, I guess, a couple things. First, Carrie Parrish just had a quadruple bypass on Friday, Holy and so, crap. yeah, yeah, so uh, pretty crazy. So, well, I had no idea. Yeah, he may be tuning in, maybe not, and so just positive energy out to him, please. Uh, he's been a loyal follower of ours for a long time so um wow yeah i had no idea he's been quiet about that yeah he got pretty quiet he didn't he didn't post about it online so and i didn't necessarily get permission to say anything but i you know wanted to just to, to me the more people putting putting forth positive energy when somebody's hurt the better so agreed yeah agreed so so and there is and he's in the chat he said i made it all right Fantastic, Carrie. We were That's just talking awesome. about you. <laughs> yeah. I would show that I'm sending big hugs, but I'm holding my computer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can... Uh, yeah, fuck it. I, yeah, you, you need like a little table or something there. I don't know. So yeah. you look a little bit more comfortable, except for the fact that you have to hold the laptop. I know, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have it sort of sitting on my couch, so I guess I can use my vape. God, I needed to brush my hair or something. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. I think we we were each kind of scrambling. You were trying to figure out the computer and all that, and I was scrambling for stuff for the next show because I couldn't find the presentation that I had done that it that is based off of the the Inside the Upside Down episode coming up next, which is on uh, hunting down haunted history or basically you know how to do paranormal research is, is basically the topic. And I had done a presentation on that a couple of years ago. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I just use that presentation and be good to go. And I couldn't find it forever. <laughs> yeah, until like 45 minutes before this show. And I'm like, oh, crap, I'm trying to grab everything out of it. So. Well, it is Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah. Mercury, so. that damn little Mercury. Yeah, I mean, it's like the beginning of it, but it's still there, um, yeah. which, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that kind of deals with 
how we communicate with spirits and everything else that we do. So it's, it's part and parcel of what we're going to talk it's, about it's, tonight. It right? is. Yeah, so basically the idea of this show is we're taking your questions. We'll talk about anything on this particular episode. So we do this on occasion where we just we leave it up to you guys. Um, I remember last year we did a uh, an episode on your ghost stories where we just sat here and we had you guys put in your ghost stories and we talked about your experiences. So uh, we like to really involve you guys, our mad hatters, into the edge of the rabbit hole and also inside the upside down. Absolutely. Well, we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for all the people that watch our show on a weekly basis. I don't know. Um, there are there are some people who are new to our show, uh, I'm sure, in the chat tonight. There are those that have been there since the beginning. And for the new ones, what you don't realize is... Mike and I started out almost, it's, it's okay, we're on our third year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are we, on our we've third started year. our third year, a couple months into our third year. Yep. Yes. And uh, we started out doing uh, blog talk radio, right? That's yeah. what it was. It was right? blog talk, yep. So just radio for almost a whole year and then switched to YouTube. And since then, things have just really progressed nicely it's a it's a nice even you know run to the, <laughs> to the imaginary finish line you know <laughs> and it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened without all of you guys and we just wanted y'all to know how much we appreciate you and our appreciation is shown by saying no holds barred ask us whatever you wish whatever you wish even Paranormal if speaking. <laughs> Oh, you ask us anything. I don't care. <laughs> Call me off guard. <laughs> Even if it's about ectogasms. Oh, my. See, I'm going to knock my fucking computer off the couch. Right off the bat. Yeah. All right. Um, before we get into the chat and anyone that might have a, have a question there, I was sent a question by Gwen Clapper from BPI in okay. case she couldn't get on tonight um, because, you know, her internet's all hinky. And, um, she was curious as to what our views were on uh, spirit apps, ghost apps, things of that ah, nature. Ah, okay. Yes, I know. Oh, we could definitely talk about that. Sean and I yeah. have many conversations I, about that. Yeah, I know we've discussed it to a certain degree before, but, you know, with both of us being so busy and all the different things that we do, we might have had a chance to, to use something new between the last time we spoke about it and now. And so it's always good to kind of brush up on on what we feel about them and go ahead and put that information out there. Um, I'll go first. Go right ahead. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Of, not a fan, okay. I'm not a fan. Um, Elaborate, fan please. Of, yeah, I'm not down in anybody who uses them. I'm not. But for me, it seems that when, you, when you're talking about something that can be manipulated, you know. I, I got to th throw out there real quick because Chuck Banks uh, was in there as Beyond the Light Network. He said, I like using Chuck's box. <laughs> there you go. Well, I want to put a different spin on it. Okay, go ahead. That's what I want people to understand. Those apps are on your phone. Okay, 99% of the people out there have smartphones. 
there has been speculation that we are being monitored through these phones because you can be sitting there talking on your phone to somebody about a flight you want to take, but you've never looked it up. It's not in your search history. You've simply been talking on the phone about a place you'd like to visit, and all of a sudden it pops up in your feed on Facebook. Okay? That's, that's a little bit sketchy as far as I'm concerned, and you hear people talking about it all the time. If that's the case, and if that is a possibility that that's happening, when you have an app on your phone, how can you be certain that it isn't preconditioned to pick up particular buzzwords? Right. Sorry. Go ahead and talk. I forgot to pop up on no, uh, Periscope. Um, and uh, you know what? I might be reaching with that. I very well could be. I don't know. I'm not an expert in it. I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of them. I don't put a lot of stock in them. Um, but, it, you know, it makes one wonder, in this day and age of technology, how can we be certain? And you can't. And so if, if people want to use them to validate information that they have received otherwise, I, I'm a little bit more okay with that. Yeah. But to use it to verify activity in and of itself without any other type of, of you know, verification from any other form, that's where I kind of draw the line. Um, real quick, Happy Tuesday says Tom McNicholas as he gives a $10 super chat. Woo! So thank you very much, Tom McNicholas. Uh, one of our, well, that makes him a super chat superstar for tonight. And he is also one of our deep down the rabbit hole uh, Patreon patrons. So um, and we've been getting a few of those lately. So um, it's, it's been uh, really kind of interesting. So thank you very much, Tom. People. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What so, do that, what do I think about the apps? Well, Shauna put it in there as uh, entertainment purposes only. And so, here's here's my issue with the apps. the The hardware that they are trying to emulate on the phone or on your laptop, that hardware isn't natively built into the phone or the laptop. So, I guess it's supposed to be a simulation of it. Um, coming from a technology background, having a degree in simulation programming, I've been in the industry for 25 years. Yeah, I can very well see how those apps can be written, manipulated. You know, I witnessed last year during a, a public investigation that I was helping out with, basically a, a, a kid was just talking into his laptop the whole time using an app. And there was one particular moment in time where what shot back out at him was his own voice and what he just said. And that got me thinking about this particular app because it was essentially reacting to things that he was saying. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. 
what this app is doing is as you're talking, it's taking information. Yeah, it, it's taking your voice into it, crunching it through all kinds of different uh, processes. And, um, you know, it'll go through a bunch of random sequencing. You know, it can you know, jumble up your words. It can modulate it, whatever, and then spit it back out. It just needs to know that somebody was trying to speak to it. And then occasionally throw in a random bleep bloop or whatever. I can absolutely yeah. see how an app like that is manipulated because like I, and, and like I said, it's the equipment that is trying to emulate is not natively on there. So it can't really do what it says it's doing. Exactly. I just have a problem with it. You know, and I'm not, I'm really not trying to be, sorry, Cha-Cha is trying to cuddle and I can't get comfortable. <laughs> Little fucker. Um, I just can't see how it's, I can't see how it's used for verification or validation. I just can't. Uh, because to me, it's anything that is, that can be manipulated that way, which we know it can, then I just don't understand how it, how it could be viewed as, and some do this, concrete. Well, it, and another thing is that, you know, the theory, you know, generally the theory is that the spirits are quote unquote using their energy to manipulate the device to make these sounds. Now, most of these spirits that we're interacting with never in their lives used such apps or saw tech, some technology like this or what have you. Some of them, you know, born in the 1800s, lived during the 18, 1700s, you know, way back when, they're going to they're gonna have no freaking idea what in the world that is. And to try to think that they understand how to get into a, a phone <laughs> and be like, okay, yeah, I'll manipulate this, that, and make sounds come out that they can understand. Stop. Stop. Yeah. So, yeah. Bree Jones with Canadian $2 Super Chat. Thank you very much, Bree. Absolutely you. appreciate that. Um, the ones uh, as well that have, and I've seen these before, that have, it looks like almost sonar from like a submarine, and it's got that little... Oh, yeah. And it shows something, I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah, the ghost radar thing. It's no, that. That's all entertainment purposes only. Yeah. All entertainment purposes only. Yeah. So. Like there's a whole list of shit I'm not buying that is right on the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Comfortable. So, um, I, I know we had a lot of different comments in there. I didn't see them all because we were kind of chatting and talking. Uh, did you have another question besides the one from Gwen? That was the, the main one that I can remember right now. Okay. All right. Um we do have a uh, it's a completely different topic okay. um, so Robin Gaffner asked do you know anything about dreams or visions that come true well I, yeah I've, I've had that happen a number of times so I've it's actually more common than people think yeah yeah in fact we just had a whole inside the upside upside down episode on uh, dreams and what do we call it? We call it the dream world. And so the dreams, premonitions, uh, all kinds of 
different things happening within that dreamscape. So, and I've had a number of dreams that, you know, absolutely came true that, you know, it's just no question about it. So, yeah. 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 It, it really, it's not uncommon. It actually happens more than people think it really does. And it's, a lot of it can be attributed to sixth sense, like something has given you the impression during your conscious time um, that places that in your subconscious and allows it to process when you're not blocked, when you're sleeping, you know, when you don't have the outside world telling you what is and isn't, or you don't have, you know, different things that, that can make you poo-poo something away or shush it away, you know? Um, and so during your dream state, you have a way to process that information and it generally can come, I mean, it can come true. You know, it, it, you've seen it already, you know? And so to be able, I got hair in my mouth. Um, and you've seen it already in your dream, you know? And so, when it when it comes true, it, it seems as, as a surprise when it when it really shouldn't be. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it really shouldn't be. It's that's just that's kind of part of our inner alert system, our, our safety system. And that generally happens when it's something that either A, we can learn from or B, we can help alter. We can change, you know, um, you know, as long as it doesn't fuck with free will. But yeah, <laughs> you know. Sorry, y'all. This is weird, and I just can't get comfortable. No, you're good. You're all okay. good. Okay. So I was just while you were answering that, I was grabbing a, a, some other questions, and they're they're coming in. So, okay. um, Shay Carroll has uh, she's forwarding a speaker question from Chuck. Have you heard of Echo Box, and what do you think of it? Um, I have I have heard of it. I've seen it in use a little bit. It's, you know, basically it's it's kind of like a um, it's kind of like a ghost box without all of the static. So you know, it's it's another type of um, oh, another one would be like the portal. It's kind of similar to that, or the geo box. It's kind of like more on those ranges where it's not always just the static, you know, killing your ears, but you have like you know the weird, you know, sounds almost voice like things coming out of it um it was actually very similar to the the app that that kid had his face in that whole time um and i chalk it up to the, the same as all those so that's my opinion yeah i'm just yeah like i said i mean i'm not down in anybody that uses them uh, more power to you i just it loses a little bit of credibility in, in my personal opinion if if that is what you're relying on yeah. I mean, anybody can use whatever they want during the paranormal investigation. It's their investigation. Absolutely. But I'm going to be very hard-pressed to use one. Yeah. Yeah. So. It just... Not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my thing. I mean, honestly, if we just listen properly and open ourselves up, we can hear 10 times more than you can get on one of those boxes or one of those apps. Yeah. I mean, we've caught, you know, clear as a bell... You know, disembodied voices off of the water. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we didn't need a, um, a a geo box or a ghost box or a you know, you know a, 
generic box or, you know, Fuji box or whatever. <laughs> it is a, a, a bento <laughs> box, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just, no. It's just not my thing. But like I said, not down in anybody. Yeah. It does. Just, it's not, it's not for me. Nope. Uh, from Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, what do you guys think about Deja Vu? It, it really, in my personal opinion, goes along the lines of, you know, the dreams and the premonitions. It's kind of the same thing. It's just that we're not shown something or told something from the other side, for lack of a better way of putting it, that doesn't have purpose. So generally with deja vu, it can be, you know, one of a few different things. It can be past life memory of a similar situation. It can be a past life memory of a person if you're coming into contact with them or reconnecting with the person from your past, you know, that, that you yet to know in this life. Uh, you know that. <laughs> I know that. Yep. You know, that's happened a lot to me. I've, I've you know, come if I'm being very honest, um, in the past three years, I have come across many, many past life soul sisters and brothers and lovers and mothers and fathers of people that I have had intimate contact with in previous lives. And we're flocking together in this life. And to me, that seems to be for, for a great purpose. And, um, and, and, I, and I, I'm watching it unfold as we speak. Yeah, um, and it, it seems as we get older, the more the more that comes to fruition. It's like we spend all these years beforehand going along our journey to get to where we're at now, and it seems like everything's finally starting to just really come together. And, and yeah, deja vu happens along that path because, you know, whether it's a past life where we've experienced it before or even within this life, whether it was out of a dream, uh, giving us a bit of a vision of the future, or even something from the past cropping up to remind you of maybe it's a lesson you've learned or, or something like that, that, oh, yeah, I've been in this spot before, I remember now. Well, yeah. and deja vu, um, in other instances, can actually be premonitions. Well, yeah. You feel is a situation that you know is one that you actually foresee coming. So it's, it's really important, even in the most mundane of things, it's really important to pay attention to yourself and to listen to yourself when something like that happens. You know, and when we talk about the past and past lives, rest assured, I am not saying that everybody that crosses your path for a second or third or fourth time is there for a good reason. <laughs> you know, um, it, this doesn't mean that everyone that, that you come in contact with that you've had a previous life with is is going to stay in your life or is right. there um, to be a benefit. They may just be a reminder of what not to do, you know, and the same with deja vu. It can be a memory from the past or it can be a premonition of the future. And you just really need to pay attention. And you don't, here's the thing. Let me get this out here real quick. Go for it. You don't have to know right then. <laughs> okay? Sure. It might come to you later. It might come to you later. It might come to you six weeks or six months down the road where you actually finally know what that lesson was or 
you know, what you were meant to, to learn or to take away from that situation. You don't have to know it right now. Instant right. gratification, I'm going to go ahead and dispel a myth. <laughs> Instant gratification doesn't fucking exist in the paranormal. So if you think it does, get uh, on that. Unless you use a app or ghost box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to go back there real quick. <laughs> Um, but now this is one this is the question from Sean Gilmore this is one that I actually am like okay I'm on board with it and he asks uh, how do you feel about those Xbox Kinect devices he's talking about uh, SLS cameras and related devices like that and I'm on board with that you know because I understand what it's doing it is capturing motion and translating that into an image you know i you know my kids had an xbox connect and i understand you know how it works and basically how the you know the little lights are inside you know shooting out and basically mapping your movements well if you're shooting that across the room and nobody else is standing there but it's picking up on movements of a biped figure okay fine i i am more apt to believe that than, now, than other I'm, things. I'm not well versed in in that, and I have to ask. I have a question. Okay, so okay. would that be the same thing as on the few times I've seen some of those, you know, those fucktard shows that they have on there, those ghosty boys and shit, you know, the the hunters, the adventurers, whatever. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, is is what the Xbox does in that instance, is it the, the same as when you see one of those shows and they have the little stick figure person that looks like they're doing something? Yeah, that's what that, that is. That's what okay. that is. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm, I am not well-versed. Okay. That's yeah, that, that's what that is. That yeah, it, it looks like a little stick figure. And basically what's happening is that, um, well, there's a couple different functions of the bar. So the bar is shooting out um little it, it's almost like ir lights but it's, it's a different frequency and then there's a camera um that's there that's picking up what comes back you know so that's okay. that's gathering the information and then it feeds that information that okay this you know based on the lights that are being projected this is the movement that's happening out there you know usually we're standing okay. in front of a game system and it's picking up on my hands are moving and my head's be bopping or whatever was going on um but in this case, when we're, you know, doing a paranormal investigation, we're shooting that out into the middle of nowhere. Nobody's standing over there. And somehow, some way, it's still, at, on occasions, picking up movement of, you know, arms, legs, heads, all that. So okay. that's why I'm more on board with that type of device possibly picking up paranormal activity. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't have one of those. Um, they kind of freak me out. <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, the stick figure creeps you out. Well, no. The um, we have a PS4. Oh, okay. You're talking about the game you system, know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the Xbox Ones and everything mm -hmm. that have the, you know, that you can talk to and tell it to do stuff. It right. freaks me out. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> So I just don't know how I feel. I ha I'm talking to enough shit in this apartment. I don't need to add electronics to it. 
We could talk to Alexa. Actually, I think I have her unplugged, but I could say, Alexa, talk to Vanessa. Freak her out. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, don't worry. I will make sure that everything is taken care of before I go. Um, Good. Do we have any more questions? Oh, yeah, we got a whole list. <laughs> I've been okay. copying and pasting them onto uh, Notepad over here as, we, as we've been going. Um, so from Linda Vinning, how do you continue to keep your home clean from evil spirits? <laughs> Linda, when I figure that out, darling, I will let you know. <laughs> um, um, actually, no, that was that was silly. Um, you you really you really can do this. Just because I choose not to um, does not mean that that it can't be done. And the fact is that there 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 are rules, and there 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 are things that. Um, if you're, especially if you're sensitive, that I mean, you can put your foot down. You really can, and you can, you can keep it to where things can't come in and and fuck with you. Um, it's not easy. It might take many, many, many times, um, but it can be done. Now, there will be a follow-up question in somebody's head that if that is the case, then why do people have hauntings? And I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret, okay? Please don't hate me. You know you love me for my honesty. Bring it. But in every situation where somebody is complaining that they're being haunted, or not every, but a lot of them, most of them that I know of, when they have a complaint that they're being haunted, when you actually go to help them get rid of it, the last thing they want is for it to go away. That does happen. Just being honest. Just being honest. I hate to sound like a bitch, but that's the truth. Um, I went and cleansed a house years ago where... Ah, it's driving me crazy. I uh, went and cleansed a house years ago where uh, I told them, I said, you have got to continue the belief in your heart that this is right. This needs to go away. You have to do that. Or else what I do will not work. Yeah. Okay? Took about two months. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm on board with and you. The wife, the wife actually admitted to me the husband wouldn't quit talking about it. Right, which well, just encouraged him to come back. Yeah. Yep. I, I've I've definitely seen that happen. I've seen the opposite happen where you know we did that cleansing of the house in Edmond for the show, um, The Haunted on Animal Planet, and that one stayed away, you know, because they legitimately did not want that in their home. So, you know, we gave them a few tips to, you know, okay, we, we've put it out. Um, you know, here's some things to do, you know, to, to keep it out and just, you know, keep your stance that you want it out. But I've seen the opposite where, yeah, you're right. They just keep talking about it and it just comes right on back. So exactly. You have to want it gone. Yep. And not everybody does. I mean, I'm not saying that to be mean. I think some people just like the attention of, hey, my house is haunted. Um, you know, they like to talk about it. They like to tell the stories. Even they're like, oh, it's freaking me out. But, you know, this happened in, in deep inside. They kind of think it's cool. And then, oh, now we got a paranormal uh, investigation team over here. And I've seen that happen, too, where, you know, you show up at the house and they've almost set up like a little party for here's the here's the team and they're going to come, you know, check out the house and they're having like a cookout in the front yard with all their friends. 
Fantastic. How many Come on. times have you seen me film my own house? Um, just on the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. That's the only portal we get into into your house. Exactly right. And it's active in one way or another 24-7. Yeah. Because this is my home. This is not anybody else's business. What I share in my home with everybody out there is the bare minimum. And nine times out of ten, it's not even intentional. Some bit shows up behind me when I'm on live feed. Yeah. You know, when I'm doing this show or Noreen's show. My home. Yeah, home, you're you're not in your kitchen doing ghost box sessions. No. And you're not going to see me do it neither. Because this is my home. This is not for everybody else's entertainment. Yeah. So, there is right. the difference. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this one's more of a, uh, just a more relaxed question that we can do real quick. From Shay Carroll, how did you and Vanessa come about doing a show together? <laughs> It's your fault. It's it um because you were asked to to do a show um and you didn't want to do it alone. I did. <laughs> so you asked me if I would do one with you. <laughs> and we'd already known each other for a long time. Uh we'd done when I used to uh live out in Oklahoma. And, you know, we worked together and we did presentations together and all that. So we were already very familiar with each other. And so it was just very natural um, to go ahead and, okay, let's do it. And it's been great. It has. It has. <laughs> yeah, we started with that radio show. We did that for uh, almost a year. And we just made the natural transition to video live stream here on YouTube. And it's, it's been fantastic. It really has. I mean, it, 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 it truly is a pleasure. I look forward to Tuesdays. Even when I look like shit, y'all, I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy that everybody loves watching. I mean, it's they've they've grown with us. But yeah, that that is true. Yeah, because I, I remember being so scared because I'm like, y'all want me to do what? No, not by myself. Yeah. Not for not by a long shot. And I mean, you really do have have to have the right vibes with each other right yeah there, we do. there's definitely a certain you know chemistry because you know we have to have a back and forth together you know while we're doing a show together because right, like right now it's just you and i but we have to have that same type of back and forth and know how to play off each other when we have a guest absolutely so and it isn't as easy as we make it look no <laughs> there are times where i'm just like please vanessa take it take it take it <laughs> And then there are times when he's like, God, Vanessa, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. You know, but see, but I know he loves me. So, so. it doesn't bother me one bit, you know? So, so I have to I have to just quickly laugh down at our chat shenanigator, Shauna. I mean, she's there to stir things up in the chat. She said earlier she's been in a ranting mood today, which she has been because she was, you know, chatting with me uh, earlier today. And, oh, it just, it just scrolled up. Um Okay, there it is. She says, if you don't want the truth tonight, don't ask me. It's that kind of night. <laughs> mm -hmm. So she's, 
She is stirring up the chat, which is awesome. That's okay. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what so, else we got? Uh, Pamela Rainey says, live shows are the best. Glad you like them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, from Tom McNicholas, what movie or TV show has shown you the best interpretation of ghost hunting? Hmm. Interesting question. I got mine, but I want you to go. Oh, and I just shook the camera. Um, hang on a second. Let me fix this. Oh, I got this. the hiccups. Ooh. Um, you know, in search of. In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy, way back in the day. Um, you know, it wasn't just, and there's $10 super chat from Jen. Thank you, Jen. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely appreciate it. Thank you. That is fantastic. We love y'all. Yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> we always really, really appreciate the support. Yes, very much. It um, means more than you know. Yeah, and, and I say that because even, um, you know, like some of the some of the older ones that even predated like Ghost Hunters, like Scariest Places on Earth. I mean, it was it was a cool show, but I know that there are things that they staged. Um, yeah, I, there was, you know, yeah, it was cool watching them go through Vlad's Castle or Prevalia or whatever. And there were some times where they did like more of a historical based documentary style. Uh, but like I know that they faked the growls at the on the Jersey Devil episode and all that. So it was like okay, that was I liked that show, but. Eh. Um, but yeah, in search of, even though it was more documentary style and it wasn't always just, you know, paranormal stuff when they showed, like, I remember the, the episode with Hans Holzer and they just showed him, they talked about him and things he was investigating and just him doing his thing. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is just, it's just presenting the way it works. That's it. Okay. You ready? <laughs> Go for it's it. Okay to, it's okay to laugh at me, too. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Um, it's the one that made me come out of the broom closet. And that's Ghost Whisper. Oh, yeah. Good call. Now, there oh, is... Oh, along that line, another good one. It, the Gift. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, I know that, it's, that it seems a little bit stupid, you know, to, to say that that is the one that feels the most real to me. Now, let me preface by saying that it is not like the show portrays, okay? I mean, they're not... I gotta throw this out there real quick before it scrolls away. So, Shauna says, I know the answer to that one. The Haunted Road Media YouTube channel. Oh, fuck <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, but go ahead, continue, sorry. But it's, it's obviously, obviously, it, it's, it's, Hollywooded or Hollywoodized or Hollified or whatever you want to call it, okay? Um, but the feels, the feelings. Yeah. And and what you go through, especially being a sensitive, that's probably the most accurate depiction I can I can say. Because man, she's she's right there. Yeah. And it's that really is. I mean, when when you when you're seeing stuff that nobody else can see and you're dodging <laughs> shit that nobody else can see, that's a very, very, very bizarre feeling. Now, I will tell you this. This happened years ago when I was working um, at one of the corporate dental offices that I used to work at. And 
it was around Halloween. It was, you know, so the veil was getting quite thin. And we were all standing there. It was a, a very large office that I worked for. We saw like 140 patients a day. And in dental, that's a lot. Okay? Um, but we, uh, we were all, we all had our own rooms. And we were kind of just standing in the hallway waiting for the doctors to make their rounds. Patients were in the room and we're just standing right there at the door. And I was coming around the corner to go to the lab. And, of course, it's this long hallway and it's dotted on either side mm-hmm. by people, you know, by, by assistants. And something grabbed my shirt, my, my jacket, my lab jacket, pulled it away from my body and started to come around the front of me pulling the back of my jacket towards the front. And I turned around real quick to make sure it wasn't a living person. And there was nobody within 10 feet of me. Well, and it was, you could still feel it holding on to it. And so I not even thinking that there was anybody else in the hallway, even though they were all there, probably eight, nine people. I started yelling at the damn thing to, to take its hands off of me. Now picture if there was a camera crew around. Right. I would have looked like a fucking idiot. Luckily, everybody I work with already knew how I rolled, <laughs> you know. And But the cool thing about it was they all witnessed it, too. Right, right. They actually watched my jacket pulled to a point and being wrapped around the front of my body by a hand nobody could see. <laughs> you know? Well, damn. So that, yeah, that's why... That one really touches home for me and why I had the courage to go ahead and come forward publicly about what I do. It was from a silly TV show, but it touched me and it helped in more ways than than I can even describe. And you know who they're talking about down in chat. (laughs) (laughs) Big Spaggins? Yeah, yeah. So uh, all I want to really say about that tonight, because you guys are having a good old time with that down in chat, is just four power to you. Yeah, um, you know, I always thought that the second half of that show was goofy as far as the investigation stuff. The the beginning of it was like an introduction to some of the different locations, and, and I, I like the people that they would interview and tell their stories and, and all of that. Um, but yeah, that was total goofiness. <laughs> Still is, I guess. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while because, you know, boycott. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and Shana was saying that uh, that he is not the, that I am not the one he has to worry about. <laughs> it's her. So, all right. So from Candy Orton, some energy out there actually has knowledge of future events. Have you heard of this? It depends on the, the, the context. Um, that, that those particular energies could actually be the ones that are giving you those feelings of deja vu that are actually premonitions, you know? So, I mean, is it something that I can say I've had a lot of, of experience with to date? No, not that I'm aware of. Um, but then again, I'm not fully even aware of where my information comes from. That's why I just say I know shit, you know? Um, so I don't, I don't really know how to answer that. 
simply because I'm not one of I'm not one of those. Even though I'm a pra- uh, you know practitioner, I'm not one that sits here and talks to my guide and everything else. I'm just like, okay, bring it. Whoever you are, whoever it is, here I am. Yeah. So it very well could be some of the energies that Candy's talking about. Yeah. But I I don't know. Um, from the perspective of future events, now we did a Inside the Upside Down episode on time, time travel dimensions, that sort of thing. So, and, and there's a lot of different theories. Of course, one of them is that the future has n- not only already happened, but is happening right now. At the same time we are as the same time as the past is so it's all happening concurrently so if you buy into that theory is some of the energy that you're feeling from the future it very well could be if your plane of existence is crossing somehow with a future plane of existence just like sometimes a past plane of existence may cross with ours which is when we see an apparition or a ghost so that's but that's one theory it makes me it makes me think of i don't know if you remember it or not but do you remember that movie called the butcher's wife sounds uh, familiar had, but i didn't see it it had to mean more in it remember she had that pretty long blonde hair um she would describe how she knew things you know and it was the way she described it was if you move to the left you get a you know a bit of the past if you move to the right, you get a bit of the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and I, I can, I can see that as being accurate to a certain degree. Right. You know, because it really just—it's <clears throat> kind of like those columns of time, I guess. That it's kind of the best way I know how to put it. You know, it's not layers because they're more side by side in my view, mm-hmm. as opposed to one on top of the other. So I mean, it kind of fits. I can kind of see how that would work. Um, but there's so much, there's so much shit we don't know. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, even on the stuff I know about, that doesn't make me an expert. It's just. Well, yeah, and we don't, we don't claim to be experts, not at all. And I mean, there's sure there's a certain degree of you know because we've been in the field for so long, we've seen a lot, we've read a lot, and all that that we may have a lot of knowledge about something we may be well yeah that's a good way to put it we may be well versed about something but all that quote-unquote knowledge is based on all these theories (laughs) so you know they could all be totally wrong so we may be well versed in something that's just not true and there may be and it may it may not be that's totally untrue it may be that one perspective of that is untrue and there's a other pieces that still need to go into that puzzle for us to fully know what the heck it is. Well, and I mean, let's face it. Let's go ahead and call out the white elephant in the room. Um, You take five living people. You send them in to watch the same movie. All five are going to come out with a different perspective. Sure. What makes people think that death is any different? Right. (laughs) So you might get information from one spirit that gives you their interpretation of what things are like after you pass. Then you might get another spirit who gives you an entirely different perspective of things and how they are after you pass. And wait for it, 
wait for it. Guess what? It can be at the same location. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's ass off when people say, Well, you know, somebody can't investigate there because I investigated there and what if their information differs from mine? You know what? I hope it, it happens. Does. It happens. I hope it does. Because the more the information differs, the more we learn. Hello? <laughs> yeah, and I hope that every time that we go, we get something new. You know, it's, you know, whether it's another person or just another piece of information. Um, I know I've said it before on this show, or maybe it was on Inside the Upside Down, but one of the hardest things for us to capture as far as information is information about the afterlife about the other side now we've gotten information about you know we've gotten names places people are from um you know history of the location but as far as how things work over there when you start you know asking those types of questions you get very very little feedback so it's almost like they're tight-lipped maybe there's a rule they're not supposed to talk about it it's you know quite interesting how that's the case so even in a little bit of interaction that we're getting when we go to these locations and investigate, as far as when it comes to, you know, answers about the afterlife, it's even smaller. <laughs> it's like minuscule, the, the pieces Absolutely. that we're getting. Well, and I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people where I actually think that's kind of a good thing that they don't tell us. But I'm also, I mean... And I, I'm going to get a lot of booze on this one, and that's okay, because I still love y'all. <laughs> um, I'm one of those people that thinks it, no one should be going and trying to find Atlantis. I think that it, 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 it should be rediscovered. <laughs> I'm one of those people that thinks that if there are um, aliens in the truest sense of the word and they've infiltrated, I'm one of those people that thinks that the general population need not know. And you know Why? Because, you know, a large percentage of the general population would not be able to handle that information. Well, yeah, because our pop culture is put into everybody's head that if there is aliens out there, they're going to come destroy the world. So, yeah. so, yes, there would be some sort of crazy mass hysteria from people that would, you know, suddenly run from their houses and, you know, pack up the kids and, you know, head for the hills. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, that would happen. And so it does make you wonder if there if there is a government conspiracy on that where they are hiding the fact of aliens because it would create a, a mass hysteria. Not not from me and not from a lot of people that I know, but from a lot of the population, sure. Um, exactly. I mean, if, 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 if you want to know how the public would react in a situation like that, be on social media for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That give you a pretty good indicator, you know, pretty, pretty good indication of how the public would handle that type of information. And then you would also have those that would want to use that type of information as a scare tactic, you know. So then you have a whole other slew of doors that opens up, you know, terrifying people. So, I mean, it's just, it's, there's some things I believe that we're not meant to know. Everything else, I'm all ears. Yeah, I mean, as far as like, you know, like you mentioned, Finding Atlantis. I mean, I I watch those documentaries on that because of the fact that they delve into a lot of ancient history. 
You know, and their theories may be, you know, as far as it being Atlantis or have stemmed from Atlantis or, or whatever, may be wrong in the fact that as far as the Atlantean ties, but you get a whole swath of other uh, historic and ancient information that is, you know, totally true and and relevant. So you know, you're still learning, even if it's not really truly Atlantis. Absolutely, and let me let me uh, specify as to why I don't. That's not a place I ever really want found, and it's it truly found because, in all honesty, I think it would be abused, and I think there would be a serious abuse of power. And that's why. Well, it's. I think. Well, that's and and that's if and that's if, yeah, and that's if it even really existed, because there's. You know, uh, plenty of theories out there that it was that it was just a story, you know. But there's also other aspects of it that fit, you know, geological locations around the world or you know certain uh, city epicenters, you know, very well. And other times it's like, oh, maybe it was just a story. So you don't know. Yeah, there are still people who say the Holocaust didn't happen. I mean, well, it's just, yeah. it's, you know, it's people. Their perception of things. Um, I personally believe that it did exist. I believe I've seen it. Okay. You know, um, and and the knowledge that I feel is stored there would be detrimental to society because it would be abused. If I'm be, I'm, I mean, I have to be honest. I sound like a coop, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. But it's it would be it would be too much. Maybe. It would be too much. Maybe. Um, let's see, from uh, Donna Gorton, one of our Cheshire cats, who have been your favorite guests? All of them! <laughs> you make us pick and choose. I, yeah, <laughs> that is a tough one, because we've had a lot of great guests. We really so. have. We really have. I have to say, because we all, we all know, I'm honest, you're honest, the one that was an absolute stinking hoot was Mark Anthony. We had a great time with Mark, yeah. That was a fun, fun, fun interview. Yep. That one was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. And just before that, we had Jeff Mudgett on and talking all exactly. the HH Home stuff. That was, yeah, that was extremely interesting. I really enjoyed that one, too. So that was, they were like within a couple weeks of each other. So that was a good month. Yeah. And, I mean, we've loved everybody we've had on. Yeah. Um, you know, Michelle, Katie, Ken, Andrea. I mean, just everybody. We love having everybody on, and, it, and it's such an enjoyable process for us. We learned something as well, you know. Um, but the, I truly, truly enjoyed that show. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a fun one. So, And, yeah, we, we thank everybody that has been a guest on our show um it's just yeah you're right we learn from everybody that we have on uh i think our guests or i'm sorry our mad hatters uh learn from our guests as well and absolutely you know and that's and that's what we're doing we're all learning from each other here yeah absolutely all right so we're actually getting close to the end of the show we'll try to squeeze in here um yeah we'll try to squeeze in a couple more here From Pamela Rainey, what devices do you recommend for those of us with the psychic abilities of a potato? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is precious. Yeah, that's an awesome question. (laughs) 
it a million times. Notebook and a pencil. Yep. Start testing yourself. Because I always have one on me. <clears throat> yeah. It's always in, it's always in my bag. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to be able to draw. I think people think that because I do, because others do, that you have to be able to fully sketch what you see. Y- y'all, ask Mike. Mike, have my sketches gotten better? Oh, yeah. Practiced? Yeah. Compare, I mean, yeah. you look at your sketches that were in Soulscapes to the sketches that you're posting on Facebook right now, and it's like, wow, there's a, you've gotten so much better. It's fantastic. And it's, it's weird because it <clears throat> isn't just the artistic process. The images are clear yeah. to me. So it's even somebody that has been this way their whole life, if I'm still progressing, what makes you think that you can't? Yeah, um, as far as that, and I'll get into a couple devices here real quick, but um, as far as that, so Shauna's kind of put it on me because she noticed that I had been repeatedly saying in videos, whether we were live or, or, or maybe it was a recorded piece or whatever, that I've constantly say, I never claimed to be anything, but, and so she kind of put it on me. She's like, you're sensitive. Just admit it. Roll with it. You know, <laughs> stop, stop saying that garbage. So I have sat down and thought about it. It's like, okay, fine. I'm sensitive. Whatever that means, I feel things. I pick up on things. I'll admit it now. Fine. And now having admitted that and being able to roll with it, I can start progressing forward and growing with it. And, you know, Vanessa, I'm never going to be you. At least I don't think so. But, you, you know, know. Yeah, I never thought I would be. <clears throat> you know, um, yeah, it's something that I can start to develop and work on now. Mm-hmm. Now that I've been, okay. I'm, I'm no longer, I'm no longer in denial. So I'm on the Good. 12 step process to being a sensitive. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing, and this is what a lot of people don't realize, but you don't have to do this for anybody but you. Right. It's okay. You can, if you see something, draw it out, write it out, whatever, you need not ever tell another living soul. Yeah. Okay? Sometimes all the spirit wants is acknowledgement from somebody. So you don't have to use this the same way I do or the right. same way somebody else does. Well, you everybody's gift is different. Yeah. And you find what works best for you. Don't be bound by anybody else's constrictions. They're theirs. They're not yours. Right. Um, As far as, like, devices to start with, um, if you have the psychic abilities of a a potato, (laughs) (laughs) because I have to get back to that and answer the question. Um, So, you know, I I stick with the basics for the most part. Um, Shauna and I both do. You know, you need a flashlight, you know, anywhere you go for for safety reasons, of course. Um, But... You know, audio recorder, camera. It could just be a regular, you know, a regular camera. It could, it could be a video camera. Uh, could be your phone just while you're investigating. Put it uh, into airplane mode. Shauna actually has a iPhone that she carries with her that just is not connected to an account. It's not connected to data at all that she just uses to, to take photos with. And that's really about all you need. The paper and pencil in you know, yourself. We, we always say that your your body, yourself, is your best tool. 
Yeah, I mean, you're the you're the barometer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you're not. No instrument out there is going to tell you what to feel. Yeah. What to see, what to taste, what to hear, better than your own body. Yeah. I would say also maybe bring something like a K2 meter so that if there is a strong electromagnetic field somewhere, then you could be able to detect that. So you might be walking down a hallway and there's a particular spot that all of a sudden you feel like this real strong vibe and your hair standing up on your arms and all that. Bust out the K2 and turn around. Oh, there's actually a maintenance closet over here that, you know, has electrical stuff in it, you know, whatever it might be. So that that's a that's a good tool to, to keep just, you know, to verify stuff. So well, and along those same lines, when somebody is doing that, that's extremely important, Mike, that you said that because that way you can mark where you know to look. Uh, if you see a spike in that area, you know why. But mm-hmm. also when you're talking about the recorders, when you feel a change in your own body, let's say that you're in a particular area and you feel your blood sugar drop and everybody knows what that feels like. Say it. Put it on the EVP recorder. Say it. Yep. Mark, Mark that it. time. Mark it. Okay? Yes. Any any changes in your own body, um, mark it on those EVP recorders and that way you have a timestamp to go back and check later. Yep. And Shauna down in the chat uh, wants everybody to make sure, and ladies, don't forget to put your crystals in your bra next to your heart. <laughs> yeah, I've already got mine out for the trip. <laughs> and she says, I don't know where to tell you fellows to put yours. <laughs> well, they're pointy and scratchy, so I'm just I mean, saying. To, to, I mean, I have a little, a little pouch that I can put okay. stuff in that I, I periodically carry on me just kind of depends on the investigation location um you know if you're a seinfeld fan maybe you put it in a bro or man's ear you know. or you could put it you could tie a string around and put it around your neck you could do that you could put it around your neck yeah so, so that's that's a great idea i've already got all my stuff out uh to take to ireland because i have particular offerings for different areas that i okay. plan on going so. Um, there was, we need to wrap up the show, but there was a, uh, another question from Sean Gilmore. We're not going to be able to get to all the questions. I, I do apologize for that. Yes. Had some great ones and we just, we just rolled with it. Um, but speaking of Ireland, Sean Gilmore is asking what castles are you going to in Ireland? Oh, my stars. Okay. Um, Dunluce. These are the ones that we're planning on going to. Dunluce, Leap, Blarney, Ross. Um, there's four in the Ring of Kerry that, uh, that we plan on going to. Um, Bunratty. And uh, there's a couple more. Good gravy. Um, at least one Gaul. Uh, Kil- Kilmanheim, I think is how you say it. And, okay. and that is in Dublin area. Um, oh, they're saying that people are having trouble hearing me, trying to move closer to my mic. Okay. I hear you fine, but go ahead. Okay. It's just lying to me. Um, uh, and a, uh, a, a quick $2, uh, Canadian $2 super chat from Snaggletooth. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate Thank it. You. Um, but yeah, all, all over the place. Um, I have some things that are, that, um, may happen while I'm over there that I cannot discuss just yet. Okay. Um, but, uh, we'll be hitting, um, Giant's Causeway, um, Dark Hedges, uh, Castle Pollard, Ireland, um, Good gravy, y'all. Fucking everywhere. <laughs> and, and wherever we, oh, 
I will be going to the oldest pub in the world. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Sean's. Yep. Going to Sean's. Yep. So I can actually say that I have been to the oldest pub in the world that is noted. So. So, on that note... Um, just to give you guys an idea for the upcoming schedule when it comes to Edge of the Rabbit Hole, because Vanessa is going to be traveling. Um, you'll be here for next week. We have uh, Sasha Klanat on, mm-hmm. and then you'll be gone for two weeks. Yes. And then the week you'll be back is that first Tuesday in April, and we'll be talking about your trip on that episode. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, I can almost not contain it. I, I have done really well. So far, no one's hit me. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's it for our show for tonight. Really do appreciate it, guys. Um, we are going to get to, we've run a little bit over, um, $25 super chat from Scorpion Mermaid. She says, love your show. Thanks for keeping it real, as they say. Love you, Vanessa. Well, thank you very much for the $25 super chat. That is fantastic. So we need to get to that real quick, the super chat superstars. And so there is Scorpion Mermaid, um, Tom McNicholas, uh, Bree Jones, Jen, and Snaggletooth are our others. So thank you very much, guys. Really do appreciate um, all the... All the support that you guys have been giving us—it does. Uh, it, it goes so much to help. So really do appreciate that. Um, okay, let's get to the shoutouts. <clears throat> of course, Shauna, our chat shenanigator. Thank you for uh, keeping it real down in the chat, my love. Um, so there's Scorpion Mermaid, Pamela Rainey, uh, Katie Palmer. Thank you very much for joining us again. Beat Three Airspace, one of our. Um, Wonderful uh, Patreon patrons, uh, deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons, which, um, so it's B3 Aerospace, Tom, Grizz, um, Zippy Davis, <laughs> BD Flint, and Pamela Queen. So you guys are have been absolutely fantastic. Really appreciate that. Um, Discord Threads, uh, thank you again for joining us. And uh, check out her, her merch. She's on Instagram as well, so you can check out her merch there. She's got some great stuff. I follow her on Instagram. Yep, yep. Uh, Pungai Fungai, thank you very much. Uh, Charmy Charms, thanks again for joining us. Uh, Veronica Flores, thank you too. Snaggletooth, thanks, Patrick. Uh, Candy Orton, thank you for uh, all the hearts, all the love. Ether Shadow, thank you again for always joining us. Andrew Cox, thank you very much. Uh, Carrie Parrish, um, get well, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there is Zippy Davis. And uh, Rebecca Gardner, and we just had a four four ninety nine super chat from a Crystal Triplet. Thank you very much, Crystal. Thank really you. do appreciate that. That is awesome. Thank you, uh, Samuel Hall. Thank you for joining us tonight. Do appreciate that, Tammy Heitzman. As always, um, who else? We have we had a lot of people in chat tonight, so it's it's been great. Uh, Robert White. Thank you for joining us from Australia. We had a few people from Australia in the house tonight. So, um, yeah. So, um, and I know, and I know Deborah, and I know Deborah Watford woke up. I saw it. She woke up at three in the morning in the UK and got onto our show. Wow. So, yeah. So that is thank you, thank you, Deborah. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Robin Gaffner, thank you for the uh, for the question tonight. Sean Gilmore, thank you for your questions as well. 
Sean Gilmore of Activision Paranormal. Uh, Bethany Warner, thank you as always. Absolutely appreciate that. Um, Bree Jones, of course, thank you. Um, Diane Hilbert, there she is. Cannot miss Diane. And oh, there are so many of you in here tonight. So, um, so of course, Shay Carroll from um, Beyond the Light Network, who is taking our speaker questions. So thank you, Shay, for doing that. And then, of course, um, Chuck Banks, who runs that, uh, was in here. Um, see, oh, there's our other um, Australian that was in the house tonight. There may be some others out there, but Linda Vinning, thank you. Um, who else did we have? Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast was in the house tonight as well. A lot of you guys, so really do appreciate the turnout. <laughs> we try, and I, I try, I, I try not to miss people. It happens. Uh, we, we try to go through as many as possible because I know you guys like the shout outs. So I'm gonna scroll back down because I'd gone up pretty far. Uh, anybody else? BD Flint, BD Flint, uh, two dollar super chat. Thank you, BD. BD, of course, is another one of our deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons. So thank you. Uh, Joyce Gentile, thank you very much. Says, love the show. Absolutely appreciate that. And anybody else? I think we're going to wrap it up, Vanessa, because I need to <laughs> I need to get the blue lights turned on and get the other show set up and all that. So, and we're already almost 10 minutes over. So, all right, everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, once again, next week for Edge of the Rabbit Hole, we're going to have Sasha Klanat on. And and then Vanessa's gonna be off to Ireland. So don't be jealous. <laughs> Have a great <laughs> night. Till next time.